beloved. Welcome to My Strength and My Shield, a podcast about spiritual and self-care. My name is Nisi, and this is episode 55. It's been a minute. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode, especially if you're someone who had been listening to the podcast before my very long, unexpected hiatus. It's actually been about a year since the last time I put out a podcast episode. It is now September 7th, and the last episode I put out was September 24th of 2019. It feels like a lifetime ago, especially if you're listening to this podcast, specifically when I am putting it out in the middle of a global pandemic. It can feel like last week, it could be a month ago, a year ago, I don't know, time is irrelevant, but I am really glad to be back behind the microphone. So if you are tuning into this podcast and you're just happy that I'm back, be sure to go onto iTunes, rate, leave a comment, let me know that you're still here, you're still listening, or you can shoot me an email at strengthandshieldpodcast at gmail.com. And I just want to explain a little bit about why the podcast kind of took a break and then also my plans for episodes coming up. Specifically, in September, work and life got a little bit hectic. I was recently felony trained, meaning I was able to pick up felony cases. So not only was I dealing with misdemeanor cases, I was picking up felony cases. For those of you who do not know, I am a court-appointed attorney and I do receive cases and I had been trained with felony, meaning I would be able to take on more serious matters. So in addition to having more cases, more serious cases, I was also in the process of preparing to get married, planning the wedding, but also, you know, preparing for marriage, meaning going to couples counseling and doing things like that. So between work and preparing to get married, you know, I every week I would just be like, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next week. And then suddenly we got married in February of 2020, and then we went on our honeymoon. And then when we came back, there was the pandemic, the global pandemic that nobody could have anticipated. And I will just say, you know, for me, it is a blessing in disguise. One, because we are so grateful for the fact that we were able to get married before everything exploded. In fact, we got married on February 16th, and then we went on our honeymoon right after. And when we came back, my husband and I had about one week where we were adjusting to married life, both of us working and things like that. And then after the first week in March, everything shut down. As an attorney, the courts closed, so I wasn't having to go in person to work. And then my husband is a teacher, so he switched to remote learning. And in that process, we kind of have been existing in this honeymoon married life bubble. And that doesn't mean that it doesn't come with its own challenges. You know, I'm sure I'll be able to do some podcast episodes where I talk about adjusting to married life and how things have been in the beginning and what I've learned about being married, as well as the process of getting married and preparing to be a wife. But I say it's a blessing because even though we've been in isolation, you know, we're very blessed where the both of us have been able to work from home. My mother, um, who, you know, she lives in, in the apartment above us. So my husband and I occupy one space and my mom has a different apartment. And so she is someone that was high risk, especially in the beginning. And being able to work from home meant that when it was time for her to go back to work, she works for the government. I was able to start driving her to work. I live in Brooklyn and she works in Manhattan. So even though it's about an hour and a half that I take in the morning and the evening, because I have to drive to Manhattan and back, drive to Manhattan and back, and it's only for two days out of the week, the blessing is because I've been working from home and also my husband drives her as well, it means that all three of us have been able to avoid things like public transportation and things like that. It's also a blessing in disguise because it's almost like 
my husband and I have been in marriage boot camp. It's like a truncated version of, I feel like we've been in a place where we, it feels like we just got married, but also feels like we've been married for long because we've gotten into the rhythm. We're getting to know each other so much and so well. And there are days where it just feels like we're having this big slumber party where we stay up all night and we watch movies and we cook all day and, and things like that. And then there's other times where we have to adjust to the fact that we're sharing space. You know, the Bible tells us that when we get married to become one flesh, and it truly is like that one of the things that I had to adjust to was you know you just can't do whatever you want every decision you make literally every decision you make from what time you wake up to what you eat to when you go to the gym if you can go to the gym to when we're gonna spend time with family and friends and adjusting to making sure that we're social distancing every single choice that you make when you're married impacts your partner so that has been a learning situation and it's actually been really interesting and fun and I'm glad that we waited for so many things including waiting until we were married to live together because we had almost you know over six years of getting to know each other where we can kind of fall you know we know how each other operates as well as also learning about each other new things each day so that's a little bit of where we are right now. You know, currently I'm working from home. It's my husband's about to start working back with the schools. New York is opening up. So his first day of orientation is September 8th. You know, pray for him as he has to go and deal with these kids. And it's not an easy situation because on the one hand, you want to be able to say everyone should just stay home. But then if he stays home, what about the kids? And it's so complicated. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just people doing their best. I will say New York is doing better than some other states. So I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not going to call any states out. Florida. <coughs> I kid. But, you know, we're doing our best to make the best of our situation, continuing to get to know each other. We've had little mini vacations because usually the summertime, especially because he's a teacher, this would be the time when he is going on these big vacations. So we've only been able to do, we took one small trip to Pennsylvania um, with some family in an Airbnb, didn't really go anywhere. We stayed inside the house and you know, little trips here and there. We stayed in the States. We haven't gone that far, but more so waiting until uh, several months had passed before we could see family and friends. So we're trying to make the most of that, adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. I would say that's the biggest thing about being married that I've learned is how important it is to be flexible, to allow things to change. You might try a routine for a week and then realize it doesn't work for the both of you, and you need to be flexible and change that. Um, you might figure one time this is the way that we're going to do chores and then a couple of weeks later you realize it doesn't work and you have to switch that up and being flexible being understanding being patient it really does help and i don't want to go too much into it because i know that there's going to be an episode coming up but if you have any specific questions that you'd like me to address head over to the instagram i'm going to try to be more active on the instagram as i'm being more active with the podcast the instagram is my strength and my shield all one word be there to be sure to follow that Instagram so you can find any updates, any information about what's going on with the podcast. And that does, you know, bring me to a little bit of the update on, on this podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know that it's been a long time since I put out an episode. And I hope that you're a little bit understanding of where I was at the time when things kind of went left between getting married and then also this global pandemic. But I also felt called to get back on track with this podcast. 
my husband and I are getting more and more involved in ministry with our church. Uh, my husband is about to start the process of being a minister. Um, I'm currently involved with the young, um, the young adult ministry in our church. I'm the first chair. And I also got put onto the women's ministry board and things will be shifted around where I may be leaving one board to go to another. And we're in the process of both of us digging deeper into our faith and more so you know, obviously you always want to have improve your relationship with God, but more so getting the training, the skills, the resources to actually be pillars in the ministry and not just, you know, going to events and leading things here and there, but like actually digging in deep. And that requires a lot of work, a lot of dedication and a lot of discipline. I have said from the beginning that this podcast is a passion project. I make no money off of this. I just put in the money and I put in the time because I see the value of me sharing my thoughts, my opinions, and also being able to interact with you guys, whether you've come here because you listen to the podcast or because you follow the Instagram or because you follow me on my blog, whatever has brought you here, I do believe God has a hand in it and whatever way that I can use this platform to edify the kingdom, I have to do that. It's more than just something that's an option because it's not a business, because it is a passion project. It means that I put my heart into it and I hope that you guys get that. And in order for me to communicate to you how passionate about this project I am, I have to be consistent. And so I have to call myself out and realize that it's not for a lack of want, but sometimes it is a lack of discipline. So there will be some changes to the podcast because I want to be more consistent. Previously, a year ago, a lifetime ago, the podcast was supposed to come out every other week. And sometimes I wouldn't be as consistent. You know, life happens. I am an attorney. And now, you know, being a wife, I'm sure there's going to be all kinds of things pop up. You know, if the family goes on vacation or I have a day off, I don't know. But I know that there's going to be things that I have to adjust to. But now the plan is, and you guys can hold me accountable because I do want to be disciplined when it comes to this podcast. Number one, the podcast will be coming out once a week. It will come out on Sundays. That is my plan. That is my hope. That is my desire. My hope is that I can be the kind of disciplined person that, you know, typically my recording day might be the day or two before. And if something's going to come up, I should anticipate and record maybe a couple of episodes and put them out. That is the kind of podcaster I would like to be. One who, even when life gets crazy, my schedule doesn't get interrupted because I've done several episodes in a row, right? So that's the first thing. The podcast will now be coming out every week on Sunday. In addition, the plan is also to split up the podcast into smaller pieces. If you have been listening to this podcast, you know that I have been putting out almost, you know, usually an hour long or maybe even longer episodes. The thing is, even though those longer episodes are meaty and delicious and we can dig in deep, it also takes time to prepare to work and to get the content to put out an entire hour of spiritual care, of self-care, and also of answering your questions. So my plan is, and I'm still working it out, either I'm going to split it between the spiritual and self-care portion, so that would be one week, and then the next week would be answering the questions, or I might split it up into three different parts. And so one time you'll tune into the self-care, one time you'll tune into the spiritual care, and one time you'll tune into the questions. I kind of like the idea of doing the spiritual care and self-care together, and then the questions on a separate part because the work that it takes to answer a question is different than the work that comes with doing a spiritual and self-care. And a lot of times the spiritual and self-care go hand in hand because 
if I'm getting a good word, whether it's because I'm doing my own Bible study or I'm going to church, that typically transforms me and causes me to make a change or a shift in my life. So when you get a good word, and this is something if you're a person that's going from church to church trying to find your home, you should have a pastor that when he preaches, it causes something to stir in you. That when you walk away, it makes you want to be a better Christian or make some changes in your life. So I know for me, when I hear a good word, it makes me change how I see self-care. So it's likely that I'm gonna put those two things together and then have the questions on a separate episode. So that way, it not only allows me to dive deeper and focus on the spiritual and self-care aspect, and then those questions will be a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more off the cuff, a little bit more off the top of my head. Um, I'm also planning on making the episodes a little bit shorter. I would hope to get the question, um, the question portions maybe to 20 minutes and then the spiritual care and self-care, if it is combined, to maybe 30 minutes. And the blessing with that is, number one, it means that I can be more consistent with the podcast because it's not going to take me as much time. Number two, it's going to be helpful for you guys because you might you know, be in a situation where you don't have an hour to listen to the whole podcast. So you can get these little snapshots, these little snippets. So as you're driving somewhere, you can listen to the podcast. Or if you're cleaning up, you can just listen to it in the pot in the background without feeling like you need to dedicate all that time to focusing on one long episode. So those are some of the changes that I'm planning to do. I want it to be consistent. I want it to be concise and I want it to be meaningful. And I want when you tune in for you to know that you're going to walk away with something tangible something that you can put into your life that will shift the way that you see yourself, your world around you, and also your relationship with God. That is ultimately what I want to focus on. And so if you're new here, then you know that I'm never going to do an episode where I don't have some kind of spiritual aspect to it, some kind of focus on the word of God. And if you're not so new here, then it shouldn't be a surprise, right? I'm not just going to go ahead and put out an episode without incorporating some kind of scripture. So I wanted to focus in on Hebrews 12, verse 11. Hebrews 12, verse 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained. And the reason why I wanted to focus on this scripture is not just because of how relevant it is to me getting back on track with this podcast, but because I do believe that now that we're getting, especially in New York, we're transitioning into living with the pandemic and getting back into, you know, people are going back to work and kids are going back to school. This is the time to rebuild. A lot of us have had our lives disrupted because of COVID. Our travel plans got uh, twisted up. Some people have lost their jobs or been furloughed or are currently collecting unemployment, anticipating a time when they'll be able to reapply to their jobs. Some of us have lost loved ones and our entire lives have been disrupted. And I feel like this is the time where God is calling us to rebuild. This is the time, you know, it's been a tough six months of dealing with this pandemic and dealing with something that none of us have ever dealt with or could have even anticipated, something that you couldn't have even prayed for because you did not know what this would look like. And so when I'm thinking about discipline and, and the work necessary when it comes to rebuilding, focusing on the scripture, you know, it talks about the fact that discipline seems 
painful in the moment, right? So when you think about the things that you have to give up in order to be disciplined, it can feel painful. The sacrifices you have to make. So for example, if I'm using this podcast as an example, it might mean that on a Saturday where I might sleep in a little bit longer, I have to sacrifice that. Why? Because I have to be disciplined and make sure that I put this out on time. And I feel like a lot of ways we're looking for, we can end up being people who are looking for um, the satisfaction or reaping the rewards of certain things without putting in the discipline. And we get surprised when we're stagnant or when things aren't changing or when life isn't exactly how it seems. And I really feel like the core of it is discipline. It is habit. It's not just sometimes, sometimes being motivated and wanting to do things is not enough. Again, holding myself accountable, wanting to do this podcast, wanting to get back on track. It wasn't enough. It's not just about doing what you want to do. It's about setting yourself up so that you have the boundaries in place, the structures in place, the habit in place. So when it is time for you to get down and do the work, you are disciplined and you have a regimen so you can do what God has called you to do. But the other thing that, you know, it really focuses on the benefit of the after that, yes, there's a struggle to do what you have to do. Like when you go to work and you don't want to get up, there is a benefit, right? You get career advancement, you get money, you get an opportunity to maybe live in your purpose if you're somebody whose job is connected to your purpose, even though not everybody is like that. Not everyone has a job that makes them feel fulfilled, right? Sometimes that can seem like a fantasy. Some people go to work just to get money. But what I am saying is there's this way that in the moment, discipline can feel like we're sacrificing too much. I have to do too much. But ultimately, the reward, the payoff is going to be something you don't see in the moment. And I think a part of being a Christian is understanding the value of delayed gratification. As human beings, in this society, we want things instantly. We want it now. But so much of being a Christian is what you are willing to give up in order to live in your purpose, in order to get closer to God. You're not going to be able to get closer, closer to God without sacrifice. Because the things that you want will often be a distraction from what God has called you to do. So there will be times when you have to be disciplined, when you have to give things up. And it is hard. It is hard to be a Christian. Um, a lot of people, especially if you subscribe to the prosperity doctrine or the prosperity gospel, there's this idea that if you pray hard enough and you give enough to the church, your life will be blessed beyond measure. And while to a certain extent tithing is valuable and being obedient to God is valuable, it does not mean that everything will be easy. Christianity is not about letting yourself get off the hook and letting life be easy. Christianity is an opportunity to get closer to God. And so there will be times in your faith where you have to be more disciplined and give more up. But the ultimate gratification is a relationship with God. It's like marriage is beautiful, but marriage with God in the center of it is a blessing. Work is, you know, good. But when you're focused and you're allowing yourself to live in your truth and in your spiritual work as you're working, then you have a covenant with God. You have a promise. You have a connection. You have a relationship with God. And that is the blessing. A lot of people think you pray for what you want, and then when you get it, you are blessed. But it is a blessing to be able to get closer to God, to be able to know that you can pray to him at any time for anything that you need. In order to get closer to God, you need discipline. 
I saw an Instagram post where someone was saying, can I have um, believe in God but not be religious? And you can be, but understand that religion, a part of religion, is the discipline of it, the discipline of going to church, the discipline of tithing, the discipline of l working in ministry. You give up your time, your money, your energy, your effort, and ultimately the big reward with a big R, capital letter R, the reward is a relationship with God. And so, you know, my desire is to, is to be more disciplined, to put out this content, um, you know, even if only four people listen or maybe 100 people listen, I don't know. But I know that I'm called to use the platforms that I have available to me as a way to edify the kingdom and as a way to inspire people to focus on their mental health and their self-care and taking care of themselves, mind, body, and spirit in whatever way I can put a voice to that struggle because it is a struggle to prioritize these things. That is what I'm really called to do. The last thing that I'm going to say is um, another scripture. We've all heard it a million times. Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ that, who strengthens me. The reason why I wanted to pull out this Bible verse, I actually heard it uh, a week ago, and it was a completely different message. And something called, I, mean, I heard this Bible verse so many times, and something caused me to focus on the word strengthens. That the Bible verse doesn't say, I can do all things with Christ. It doesn't say, I can do all things with Christ's strength. It says, I can do thing, all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I... Focus on the word strength, because what does it mean to strengthen? I got the analogy of going to the gym, right? Like when you go to the gym and you lift weights, in that moment, you might have pain because, and soreness from working out, and over time, you will get stronger. I use that as an example because God strengthens us. He gives us a spirit of resilience, and I like the word resilience even more than strength because resilience implies a certain amount of perseverance. That strong does not just mean I, I can do everything. Resilience means sometimes I am weak and sometimes I struggle and sometimes I stumble, but still I keep trying. That resilience is that spirit of hope that something will get better. I know it has to be better than this. I might be in my lowest of my low, but I know God is going to bring me out of it. And so sometimes God strengthens us through not so pleasant moments. And again, going back to a time such as this, this idea that you can be strengthened through challenge. You can be strengthened through God telling you no when you've been praying for a yes. You can be strengthened through disappointment and heartbreak. You can be strengthened through um, mental health struggles. You go through this season where you feel like giving up and then you turn to God and realize that you're stronger than you know, that you have resilience, you can persevere, you can get through it. So just like when you need to work out your muscles, you go to the gym or you work out at home and you get stronger, going back to God, going back to church, going back to your spiritual foundation strengthens you. So it's not just that you can do all things because Christ tells you you can do all things. It also requires that we take on the struggle. We take on the challenge. We take it on and we don't see challenge and struggle and say, so where is God? Why is my life so hard if God is real? Why would God let me go through this? 
Because the truth is life is hard and it only gets harder. The older you get, the more challenges you face. It's not like you get to some magic age of 30 and suddenly it all falls into place. There are people in their 50s and 60s and 70s still trying to figure it out. But you strengthen your will. You strengthen your ability to persevere by turning back to God. So I hope that as I'm turning back to podcasting, as I'm turning back to recommitting to ministry, as I'm turning back to continuously every single day, owning up to my responsibility to be a person that spreads the gospel, that I also encourage you to turn back to God, that now is the time to rebuild and rebuilding your life from the bottom up, especially if COVID has disrupted you in such a way it is going to require resilience. Now is the time to put the pieces back together. Now is the time to get back on track. I hope that you have been using this COVID season to reflect, to work on your relationships, or maybe let some of those relationships go, to reevaluate the things that you're passionate about, or to put passion in areas where you may have stumbled or let those things slide. Now is the time to rebuild. And in order to rebuild, you need discipline. And in order to have that discipline, you have to turn to God and allow him to order your steps. Don't allow yourself to feel like you're just overwhelmed because there's so much to do. When you cast your burdens on God, it doesn't just mean, you know, everything will be hunky-dory. Trusting God is difficult too. Then in front of you, you want to give up. But I encourage you, beloved, this is the time to rebuild and this is the time to turn back to God. If you lost your way during COVID, if you lost your hope and your faith, you have made it through. If you are listening to this podcast, especially if you're black or black and brown, and you've been dealing with seeing you know, the, the images of racial injustice. You've been dealing with Trump and his foolishness. You've been dealing with your own personal disappointment and pain, and yet you are still here. You haven't given up. So this is the time to use that resilience, to turn back to God, to allow him to uplift you, to get back on track and get back to being disciplined. So this is the first episode of what I hope is many. I hope that in a year's time, I will have had 52 more episodes because there's 52 weeks in a year. And so hopefully I've been as consistent as I pray I can be. And where I slip up, I encourage you to both hold me accountable, but also give me grace because who knows what's going to happen. You know, life happens, family happens, things like that happen. But I'm going to try my best. I'm going to give it my all to be as consistent as I possibly can be because I love doing this. I love doing this and interacting with you guys. And I love the way that it forces me to be committed to being disciplined, to put out this content. It requires me to sit down with my Bible, to sit down with my God and to pray about it. So every time I put out an episode, every time I answer a question, trust me, I pray before I even open my mouth. So that brings us to the end of this welcome back episode. I hope that you're doing well. Please reach out if you need a prayer, if you have an idea of what you'd like me to talk about. Again, the, um, the email is strength and shield podcast, all one word. The Instagram, my strength and my shield, all one word. And, you know, before we close out, I do want to go forward with prayer just to, you know, allow us to make the most of this time that we have together. So if you're able, find a quiet space, close your eyes, or if you're not able to close your eyes, maybe you're driving, just extend your spirit and, and realize that the, we're here together. There is a sacred space when we all come together. Dear Lord, we come to you understanding that this has been a chaotic season, but we know that you are a God of order. 
that you may have all these things go on in the world, but you have reminded us over and over again the importance of discipline. That when we put one foot in front of the other, when we make plans, when we create strategy, that you will help us the next part of the way. Dear Lord, help us to see that it's not enough to want to do something or to desire to be a certain kind of person, that it requires structure and discipline. It is not enough to just have that motivation because sometimes motivation is not enough. Sometimes just having a desire or a heart that wants to do something will not get us out of bed. We know that you want us to put habits in place, good habits. You want us to read the word. You want us to go to church. You want us to give of our time and our energy and our effort. But you've also called us to rest, dear Lord. So allow us to institute structures that allow us to get rest, to enjoy rest, to enjoy life, while also doing the work that you require of us. For those of us who have gone through a tough season through COVID, for us who have experienced such loss and grief, Help us to remember that you are there, dear Lord. The fact that we are here is proof that you exist because we have dealt with insurmountable challenges, challenges that would break other people. But here we are resilient and ready to get back on track. Fill us with your spirit, dear Lord. Fill us with your energy. Give us the peace that surpasses all earthly understanding where the world is going crazy but we feel at peace because we know what you have called us to do allow us to see through the chaos to see the divine order dear lord for us to see the way that you have orchestrated things and put things in place so that we can either enjoy the blessings or bring blessings to other people we see your handiwork dear lord we see what you are able to do so allow us to feel inspired and to feel motivated and to feel like we can do this be our personal cheerleader, dear God. Please bring us back to that place where we can feel you. Feel us, fill us with your word and your spirit, dear Lord. Bring us to that place where we know that we can do it. Even in those moments where we felt like giving up, we haven't and we are here. So use us, dear Lord. Fill us, dear Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Until the next episode, take care of yourselves, beloved.